So, yesterday we started the Mishnah from Aaron, trying to develop this big understanding of what Midata Chesed is. Because again, we're in Chasidus, and Chasidus says that a person who wants to be a Chosid has to excel in Ben Adam Lechavero. And like we spoke about yesterday, his life's mission has to be to make sure that he doesn't cause anybody tsa'a. And his life's mission has to be developing the mid of chesed. Correct? So Baron Cutler was trying to understand the chazal. It's very deep Baron Cutler here. Because it says that a chiyuv, a person has a chiyuv to be dovok ba'ashem. Have a relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to be attached to Hashem, right? Now the premise of Rabbi Aaron Cutler's question, the Hanocha of the Kasha, is that Vekas requires that you're thinking about Hashem. That's what the Vekas requires. The Vekas says, Avas Hashem, Yiris Hashem fills your heart. It requires attachment in that sense, Okay? And that's really the classic understanding of Dvekas. I don't know if you remember, for those of you that have been here, when we had an entire series on the importance of Torah study. So we spoke about the Nefesh HaChayim, who had a big argument with others who said that learning is Dvekas in the sense that when you learn, you have to think about Hashem, because it's Dvekas. And Reb Chaim argued with them, <coughs> And he said, Torah Lashmot doesn't mean Dvekis. It means thinking about the Sugya. So, just from that whole subject, if you remember, Dvekis by definition is normally understood that you have to be thinking about Hashem. If you're not thinking about Hashem, you're not making Dvekis. Okay? That's the Hanoch. Okay? Dvekis means attachment. To be attached and to have a certain feeling towards Hashem, your heart has to be filled with Avas Hashem and Yiras Hashem. Okay? That's why the Mabchaim Velajan says if the best way to have Dvekas, if the Indian of Limon Torah was to have Dvekas, then we should be learning Tehilim. Because Tehilim is talking about Hashem. You understand? So Dvekas, by definition, always means that Hashem is on our mind and our hearts. And that's why Rabbi Aaron Cutler says, the best way to do Dvekas is by putting on your tefillin and praying, right? So, Bechesed, Hashem is not on your mind. Chesed, your friend is on your mind. So if your friend is on your mind, then how does that make Dvekas? Got it? That was his question. That was the Hanocho of the Kasha. Clear? Are we clear on that? Yeah, David, you got that clear? Should I explain it again? Let me get it clear. There's a mitzvah in the Torah that says you have to attach yourself to Hashem. Good. Now, how do you attach yourself to Hashem? So one of the methods that the Gemara says is by doing the midot of Hashem. Hashem is chesed, you do chesed. Hashem has mercy, you have mercy, right? Doing the midot of Hashem. Now, Rabbi Aaron is trying to understand that chazal. Because simply, Dvekas means, my mind and my heart has to be thinking about Hashem. 
then I'm attached. If I'm not thinking about someone, I'm not attached to that person. Okay? So attachment means that I am totally and completely thinking about that person, and we're talking about Hashem here, and my mind and my heart is full of Avas Hashem and Yiras Hashem. Now there are things that can do that for us. For example, like learning Tehillim properly. If you read Tehillim properly and understand all the Shiras and Tishbachas and all the great things about Hashem, that will help you read Shtavakas. When you dive into Hashem and you stand before Hashem and you think about the Roimimus of Hashem, that will help you reach Dvekas. There are things that will reach you to Dvekas. Okay? Now, there are mitzvot, even regular mitzvot, you can come to Dvekas. Because when I shake the lulav, I think about who? The one who commanded me to shake the lulav. So I think about the one who commanded me. That's Dvekas. When God is on my mind, when Hashem is on my mind, that's the Vekas. Okay? So Rabbi Chaim had to give a very sophisticated way of explaining how learning could be Dvekas, because learning you're not thinking about Hashem. You're thinking about the Sugya. Okay? But Rabbi Aaron is asking a question regarding Chesed. Because Chesed, you're not thinking about Hashem, you're thinking about the needs of the guy. Maybe you're helping him in business, you know? Your mind has to be in the shivakim, he says, in the marketplace. You're going to go down to his business and you're going to go help him organize and arrange his business properly. You're going to give him a time to counsel him in finances. Nothing to do with Hashem. Finances, right? Any type of chesed you can think about. Bikr Choylem. You're going to go switch his bandages, you know. Whatever you're going to do, but you're not thinking about Hashem. So that's the premise of the question. How do you have Dveikis when it comes to Chesed? Okay? Here's the part. You ready for the Amkis of all Amkis? Huh? Okay. Venira. Here's the development of the Sugya. You ever heard of Sefer Tomal Devora? Huh? Tomal Devora, you ever heard of it? Moshe Kordivero. It was a big mekobel. We went to his kever when we went to our Israel trip, correct? And he wrote a lot of swar, mainly on Kabbalah. This Sefer is the most Aldele Chapshat, even though there's a lot of Kabbalah there, but it's the more simpler of his books to learn, and extremely fundamental. Okay? It's a mitzvah to learn this book. Okay? So he says like this. Mi el kamocha. He's going, his book is based around the words of the Navi. that talks about the attributes and the midas of Hashem. Mi el kamocha. No se avon. Over al pesha. Right? We say it by tashlich. Right? So it talks about the Midas of Hashem. Good, Yud Gimel Midas Terachem. Umefarisham, Ba'uifin Nifla. And explains over there in a fascinating way. And a person has to study Hashem, study the Midas of Hashem. Good morning, Ezra. Good morning. He has to study the Midas of Hashem. And he has to apply the Midas of Hashem to his way of life. 
Yeah? So one of the meanings of Hashem is that He tolerates insults. And He tolerates sinners. Okay? So now Hashem says, you have to be like me. So therefore He puts people in our lives that we have to tolerate. Right? We would all rather check out a society, put our earbuds on, go into a different oilam, and not tolerate people. But you would become Adam HaSholem if you didn't have to tolerate people. So it's very important to tolerate people because Hashem tolerates. Got it? Okay, we'll talk about the meat this one different time. Maybe we should give classes on Toyma Devarim. Wild Sefer. Unbelievable Sefer. we get to it. It's on the agenda. So you didn't realize when you signed the application to the Teshiva that it's an 18-year program, huh? Six-year-old class. <laughs> okay. Takes a long time to get through all the books we have to learn. Say that. Okay. Now. So it says like this. Katav sham ki adam tzarich litamot lekono bepeulotav. Shahare betzelem elokim asata adam. Hashem made a person with the tzelem elokim. This is the tzelem elokim. Very hard word to uh, translate. Tzelem, the image of Hashem. Right? Doesn't have an image. But created us with elokus in us. That we have in us something that is the essence of the hanhoga of Hashem in the world. He put that into us. We have a tzalem aleikim in us. How does the tzalem aleikim manifest itself? Where do you see the tzalem aleikim? So obviously the limbs of the body also uh, are keneged the tzalem, which is a whole sugi in itself. How your neshama has parts. And it fits into the different limbs, and they work through the different limbs. But the main idea of Tzalem Alekim is your behaviors. The way a human being behaves, you should be able to see the manifestation of Hashem running through his veins. Okay? That means, people who don't have Tzalem Alekim behave one way. <coughs> people who have Tzalem Alekim shining through them, and being mashpia on how they think and how they feel and what they do, then you see the tzalem alekim. Let's try to understand that. Every single Jew is like a statue, okay, of the king. He's a representation. He's a living representation of the king of the world, of Hashem. So HaKadosh Baruch who put you into this world, he put Selim Elohim into you, and He gave you your personal life. And your Selim Elohim has to shine through your per, your personal life. That means there's going to be people in your life that you're going to have to show mercy towards them. There's going to be people in your life that you have to tolerate. There's going to be all kinds of scenarios in your life, with your personality, and everything about you that makes this Tzalem Aleikim shine out from you, and then people will say, aha, this man has godliness in him. Because, what does that mean? Because human beings won't do that. There's a deep point, I want you to get this. It's a very deep point. If you're a nice guy, but in a level of humanity... 
of normal people, then we won't see Tzelem Elikim coming from you. That's not good enough. If you're a decent person, we will not see Tzelem Elikim. We have to see Tzelem Elikim. Key words. We have to see godliness coming out of you. So, human beings have a limitation to how much chesed they do. Human beings may have ulterior motives behind the chesed they do. It may make them feel good. It may make them feel higher than others. They're a provider. It may give them a good name in the world. And they wouldn't mind having a good name. So they found a place to have a good name. Okay? That's not Salam Aleichem. Even though the recipient may be receiving some good from you, but it's not Salam Aleichem. When we're going to see Salam Aleichem, we have to see selflessness coming out. You may have to give away a lot. For example, Abraham Avinu was the icon and the pillar of Chesed in this world. Now, listen to this. Avraham Avinu was in the middle of encountering a prophecy, but not Stama prophecy, a special kind of prophecy. When Hashem came to visit him, when he was sick after the Prismila, he was encountering something like Nehene Miziv HaShechinah, something of Olam Haba, okay? Which in other words, we never felt it any of us, so we can't really describe it in words. But in other words, it was the pleasure, the tainug ha'amiti. That means he was basking in the glory of Hashem. And basking in the glory of Hashem is unbelievable time. And it's unbelievable growth. And it's something, an experience, a trance that you can't even imagine, right? Then comes along three Arabs. And what does that, what does Avram Avinu say? HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Zay Gesund. I gotta go take care of these three Arabs and give them some lahmajin to eat. So I'm gonna land from this holy high trance and I'm gonna go down into the little world of food. Taking care of the needs of a couple of Arabs in his mind. There were a couple of Arabs who all he's gonna give them is food and they're gonna fresh some food. So was that a big self-sacrifice? Was that a phenomenal self-sacrifice? That was one of the greatest self-sacrifices ever. That means even though chesed, you're giving away your money, you're giving away your food, you're giving away your time, that's a self-sacrifice. So if you're doing it because you want kavod, so that's called business, that's not called self-sacrifice. I invest a few dollars to get back covered. For me, covered is much more geschmack than money. That's not self-sacrifice. That's business. For you, this chayra, the, the merchandise you're buying, which is respect, is worth it for you to use a hundred dollars for, right? That's not called self-sacrifice. Self-sacrifice means I give away what is precious to me. For you. Okay? That's godliness. Avram Avinu gave something that was the most precious to him. Not his time and money, his actual having a relationship and an encounter with Hashem. He gave that away. For chesed. Okay? That's godliness. That's not human. You follow? Then we see that Selim Aleichem popping out. 
You understand? Salam Aleikim means that each and every single one of us have godly midot implanted in us that we can nurture them and we can develop them and they can come out in the public. Salam Aleikim has to come out. Salam. It's like a statue. It's coming out. And that's the purpose of life. And that's how we bring honor to Hashem. Tselem Elohim. So the way to have Tselem Elohim is, we, we can't see Hashem. What does Hashem do? He has Hanhogis. He has Midis. He has a way of running the world. If we live by that, then we have Tselem Elohim. Got it? And that's a Chiyuv. So there he goes into this whole thing. Big stuff. Okay? Now, listen up. So he wants to say like this, Amkis. Henry, listen, good, good, because this is Amkis. And I'm going to add what I believe is shot here. I'm going to tell you what he says, okay? I read you the words, you can decide for yourself, but I will tell you what I think is the Havona. Okay, Rabbi Say. Tashomeah. Okay. I skipped a lot because there's a lot going on in these pieces. But I'm giving you the Tamtsita Ilyan. He says there's a chilek in the essence of the mitzvahs of going in the way of Hashem and the rest of the mitzvot of the Torah. The b'shvar mitzvahs when you do the other mitzvahs in the Torah. Okay, so he says, the main closeness that we get to Hashem when we do the mitzvahs, regular mitzvahs, is because we went and we did His will, and we brought nachas to Hashem, and that creates that closeness between us. By me thinking about Hashem, by me thinking about Hashem's will, and then actually triggering the reach nichoach, that is the closeness that we get. Okay? Now, he says sometimes, Hashem's not interested in your mitzvahs, it's a whole sugya, that sometimes a mitzvah can't be, bring his scarves because a person's like uh, doing a lot of averis. So Hashem's not interested in his avoidah. So if he's not interested in his avodah, so then it doesn't bring his carvers. That's the sugi of tshuva, which I'm not going into now. But that's the aside from from shar mitzvahs hatayr. Okay, now aval halicha bedrochov shezehu has damus leboire beetzem. This is behaving like the rabbanu shalom beetzem and acting like him. Vezeh atachos hamechoven. And that's the tachlis. Harei bezeh ein ha'eskarvus rak mitzad harotzen va'anachas ruach b'ba'at. Ela be'ikah mitzad etzem metzius briosoi. Sh'yesh bezeh inyin ha'eskarvus v'his dabkus. Does anybody know what the man is talking about? Huh? Saying hardcore love this. So he's like, by the mitzvah, what? It's the outcome. You brought the Nachas Ruach to Hashem. With that, you become the core of Hashem. 
But over here, it's the actual thing itself. It's the Metzius of being doimet Hashem. And that's the definition of his carvers. Huh? Ata mevin ma shomer or Yeah? No. Okay. I will say what I think is going on over here. Deep stuff. Okay? Deep stuff. What he's saying by chesed, he's saying it's such a, it's like a fascinating thing. Because when a person does chesed correctly, in the way of Tzalem Aleikim, what's happening? He's allowing the part of himself, the Eloikus that's in him, to become the whole thing. He's just the keli to it. He becomes the vessel by which he carries Hashem. So he's like a Merkava to the Shechina. He's like a chariot that carries the Shechina. That, you can't get a bigger Hiskarvus to Hashem than that because you become bottle Mavutl to the Shechina itself. Which means, a human being, you have a body, right? Let's try to understand it. It's deep, but let's try to understand it on layman's terms for a minute, okay? It's very deep. A person has a body. A body is not just a physical case. The body that you have has emotions, has feelings, has personality. It has talents, has muridikazachim. Okay? The body has its own nefesh, and it has its own seichel. It's a powerful thing, this thing called body. Now you can live the world of body, that your body is an entity by itself, not as a keli to godliness. You understand? It's its own thing. You're a good basketball player. We have a couple of basketball players here today. Yeah. And then you go on the thing and you say, I was born to be a winner. You know? All the gaiva can come out. Why? My talent, my work, my nitzachin. I outplayed the other person. There's all eyes all over the place, Right? The whole competition is, 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 is a gaiva. The whole competition is gaiva, you know? So, that's what the Masil Sasharam says. I'm not saying that you shouldn't play ball. No, that's not the sugya here today. But I'm just saying, <clears throat> there's a way to play it also. You're, you're not a Bulgarian, you're a tzaddik. You, whoever comes to Musa is a tzaddik. You have no gaiva. Okay? So anyway, but the point is, Tishma Tov. The point is a human being could live a world that's totally divorced from the Abishta, correct? Now, what's the ultimate human being? The ultimate human being is the one that he's like a keli. He's like a vessel, empty vessel, who carries all the ashpah from Hashem, and you could see that too. Okay? Zebidugma, like a husband and wife. Okay? The wife does so much, right? She she carries the kids for nine months. She raises them. She takes care of them. She cooks. She cleans. She does. She does. She, she's doing like crazy, right? But what is she? She is the vessel that takes the bracha from her husband and brings it out. But she's buckled to him. She's the epitome of humility. A woman is the epitome of humility. Because she becomes bottled to her husband. But she's doing everything. And so much talent she has. 
and so much kishrin she has to use, and so much of her personality she has to use. So you see, you could be the most productive, most unbelievable, unreal, but I'm Asia's pliny. You see? Humility, to be mevatel, that you are the merkava of someone else. Big. You understand that? We, as human beings, with all our personality, with all our unbelievable stuff, and everything about us, right? At the same, with all our creativity, we could either be seen as a separate entity, or we could be seen as a cleat to bring out Hashem. And then we're bottled to Him. Got it? That's, that's what life's all about. So a person who goes with the Yud Gimel Midas of Hashem, the person who lives Chesed, what is he? He's like Anav Sheba Anav. He's bottle. This is called in Kabbalah, Midas Malchus. You ever heard of Midas Malchus? It's the lowest of all the spheres. We have a Mekubal over here. Towards your man, the Mekubal. Okay? You ever heard of that, Kamir Togerman? Right? It's Malchus. You ever heard of Midas Malchus? Midas Malchus is the lowest sphere. You know what the lowest sphere is? Malchus less Megar Meklum. You ever heard of that? It's a Lashon from Kabbalah. La, Malchus less Megar Meklum. Malchus, what is Malchus? Malchus takes all the Ashpah and then gives it out and arranges it. Okay? That means a true Melech, Melech Yisrael, David Melech Yisrael, you, you know what you see from him? You see Hashem. Because he takes all the Ashpah from Hashem and he takes care of the people. He's doing a lot. But you don't see David HaMelech. You see Hashem. He's the Merkava for Shechina. Malchus less Megar Meklum. If a Melech is a Balgaiva, he can't be a Melech. You know why? Because then you see him. You don't see Hashem. Got it? So we all have to be like that. So now we understand what Rav Aaron said. Because when I'm doing a mitzvah as an Eved... I'm doing something for Hashem. So with the fact that I'm doing it for Hashem, with that, the love of Hashem, and I created a chasuach for Hashem, that's good. That's what makes this kindness. When I do chesed the right way, I am actually the vehicle of Hashem. He's going through my veins. You see the Elikus coming out from me. It's the essence of Hashem in the world. How it's nicker in the world, that's through the Tzalem Aleikim. Tzalem Aleikim, that's his carvis. He can't get bigger his carvis than that. You follow? Because you bottle to Hashem. Hashem is running right through you. People that do chesed in the oifin of Tzalem Aleikim, you see, you look at the guy, you say, he's a godly person. I see HaKadosh Baruch running through him. That level of humility... Only a person who's bottled to the Ebishter can have that level of humility. That level of giving, only someone who's bottled to Hashem could have that. So you don't see him, you see Hashem running through him. You see that Selem Elohim. That's the key point. That's the aside that I believe that Rabban Kotl is saying. Okay, we have to stop there.